Welcome to the Redeem Evangelical Mission Tram Atlanta. This is a place where we gather together in quality praise and worship of the true and living God. Equipped with the world of God for growth and fellowship with one another. God bless you as you listen to this message. Know that. Praise the Lord. Father's heart, his father's desire. Today he sent me to tell us know that he cannot lie. Know 
that he cannot lie. His word never fails and he cannot lie. God bless you, Pastor Chief, for the teaching this morning. We live in the same house, but we didn't discuss our, my message today. You cannot grow beyond the amount or the level of God's word in you. The level of the word of God in you determines how far you go in this race of life. The level of God's word in you determines how much ground you gain and conquer. The level of God's word with you, your relationship with this word of God determines how much power and authority you wield. The words that are speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. God's word never fails. God bless you, brother Kule, for that word, that song this morning. When you came and started out, you are the only one that matters. Emphatically, we are just saying it's only the word of God that matters. Hmm. Only God's word matters. In our lives. In our lives. Many trust in chariots. Many trust in their connections. Many trust in their economic power, political power, their influence. But you know what? They all fail. They all fade away. But we will trust in the name of the Lord God of hosts. Trust in him. His word never failed. David write and where we raise I said, I will worship towards your holy temple and praise your name for your loving kindness and your truth. For you have magnified your word above all your names. Now, look at where God placed his word. If God could place his word above his name, why are you putting down God's word in your life? How much time do you spend with the word of God for the seven days times 24, right? 24 hours make one day, right? And we have seven days in a week. How much time do we spend? Do we allot to God's word? Look at God. The place where God placed his word. We said last week that God's premium in your life is his life. Right? God's premium. So if God you such a high place of value. Why are you not valuing what make him God? 
Because what makes God God is not his name, it is his word. His word. His word. Hebrews chapter 1, verse 2 and 3. Hebrews 1, 2 and 3. Somebody say, No, that he cannot fail. Let's take it from verse 1. God who at various times and in various ways spoke in time past to the fathers by the prophets has in these last days spoken to us by his son whom he has appointed heir of all things through whom also he made the worlds who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power. Do you see that? When he had by himself purged our sins, sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. Listen to me. Sin is not a problem to God. The sin in your life is not a problem. He has dealt with it. He by himself purged our sins. Did you see anywhere you make contribution? But the only problem God has for with us, his people, the enemy is never his problem. Because God knows how to deal with the enemy. And the enemy knows that. But the only problem God has is with his people, his children, no most of us parents, we can discipline other people out there. We can be hard to them. But when we come back home, we are soft. Because of his tenderly love to us. But listen to me. Don't misconstrue uh, me this morning. But in the midst of his tenderly love, the Bible say, for he chastised those whom he loved. To chastise is to discipline. He is drawing our attention this morning to what is the most important thing in our lives on this side of eternity. That's going to carry us through every storm. We said that the foundation is what preserve and sustain, secure, and keep the building from every storm. Right? The foundation. If the foundation is solid, let all the storm of, of life hit the building. It what? Stand. But if the foundation is not solid, a little 15 miles per hour wind gusts will bring it down. Likewise, ourselves, our foundation, I told us that stuff comes to everybody on this side of eternity. Things happen to the righteous. Somebody wrote, 
why do the righteous suffer? Things happen to everyone born by a woman. But the difference between us and they is because we are in him. And how much you know. How much what? You know. Let's go to our test. I will continue. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 11. Ephesians 1 11. A. From the message translation. Let's not forget it. It is in Christ that we find out who we are and what we are living for. It is in Christ. It then means that it is in the world that we find out who we are and what we are living for. So if you don't know the word of God, if you don't have the word in you, you will not, number one, know who you are. You will not know who what you are living for. How do you mean, Pastor? John chapter 1 from verse number 1. Somebody say, know that he does not lie. And he cannot lie. So if he cannot lie, he doesn't lie. So whatever he says to you, you're wrong with it. Thank you, Pastor Mrs. God does not tell you what you want to do. He tells you what he has already done. If he's already done it, but what am I not seeing it? First, you have to believe it. You have to receive it. Then you see the manifestation. If we can travel to Luke, you look, look at this young lady, a virgin, called Mary, right? She is a virgin. Not met any man before. And the angel visited her and said, Blessed are thou among women. He said, God have blessed you and favored you. Highly favored. He said, You are chosen to be the mother of God. Excuse me? Who are you talking to? I'm not married. He said, The Holy Ghost. Somebody said, The Holy Ghost will come upon you. And that which you are carrying will be called the son of the Most High. Mary have not seen a president. Mary have not known any virgin before that have delivered a baby without meeting a man. Not by, what's you call it? Uh, eh? Is it infusion or what? In vitro, thank you. Not by in vitro. Never seen any woman. A virgin. That is pregnant and carrying baby. You see, many a times. We read these scriptures. We rush over through it. Do you know the scandal that came upon Mary upon her family upon her fiance and, her, and his family 
because in those days, it was a taboo, an abomination, a great reproach for you to be engaged and you are found to be pregnant. The worst of it all, you say, is God that pregnated you. Even in my village, when you are married, the mother, the parents of the bride will give a very clean cloth, bed spread to their in-law. In my village where I come from, when you are married, the parents of the bride we give a sparkling white cloth best spread to the in-laws. And they will use that sparkling white best spread to make the bed the, way, the first night. If they bring that sparkling white clean best spread back to the in-laws, clean, it is an abomination. The parents will say, their daughter have robbed them with shit. Forgive my valancula. A big reproach and shame. That was what was happening in the time Mary was visited by the angel. So put on your imagination. But Mary said, be it unto me according to your word. I have not seen someone else that have done that before. I have not seen an example of a president irrespective of what happened, the shame naturally, culturally that this will bring. I believe you. I receive your word. Let it be unto me according to your word. What? Because you are the only one that matters. You are the only one that matters. What man says, what people say, irrelevant. Do you know that many people in church today are being talked out of their destiny? The path God has charted for their lives. Because of what people are saying. Because of what is happening around them, they drop the ball. You will not drop the ball in the name of Jesus. You will fulfill destiny in the name of Jesus. Mary, in spite of the reproach and the shame, receive the word of God. You have to receive that word. You have to believe the word and receive the word because God cannot lie. That is why you are called Jehovah. That is why you are called Jehovah. What you say you will do, and that is what you will do. That is why you are called Jehovah. 
means what he says. John chapter 1 from verse number 1. In the beginning was the word. We read in Psalm 138 verse 2. He magnifies word above all his names, right? Because take the word of God away from God, there is no more God. In the beginning was the word. Tie that to Genesis chapter 1 verse 1. In the beginning, God. Do you see that? In the beginning, what? God. Genesis chapter 1 verse 1. In the beginning, God. Do you see that? In the beginning, God. John chapter 1 verse 1. In the beginning was the world. Was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. He, the word. The word is not an it. The word is God himself. The reverence you have for God is the same reverence you should have for his word. Who is this word that we're talking about? All things were made through him. Through the word. And without him, nothing was made that was made. That is why he says, don't be preoccupied with your needs. For your heavenly father know you have need of these things. Praise God. He knows your need. He knows what is needful? But he says you should choose that which is most important. Choose him. Choose his word. Let him be the priority and the center of your pursuit. The priority of your life. Let him be number one. According to scale of preference, right? Should be number one. It should not be the spectre. It's not the one you fall back to when you have exhausted all other options. It should be number one. I love what this the sister that spoke last Wednesday, last Sunday in the headquarter church, talking about parents, parenting. He said, those, the children came from you, from God, right? God gave you your child. We all are from God. We all are gift to our parents. As big as I am now, I'm somebody's child. At least my mom of blessed memory told me that Okro tree, not the group as the owner. You know Okra? No matter how tall the okra tree is, and no matter how short the owner is, when he wants to pluck the okra, what does he do? He'll bring it down to his height. 
a child is not bigger than the, the parents. A child must be respectful, must be submissive, must be obedient to their parents that it may be well with you that your days may be long on earth. So all my children here, you are not a son of my voice. Don't join the destructive generation that have no respect for elders. That don't submit to, I my life. He sure, he, pastor is too mean, he's too hard. Pastor is giving you what will deliver you tomorrow. Because tomorrow you're going to be a parent. Tomorrow you will be a parent. Tomorrow you're going to get a child. You're going to get married. You're not going to remain a teenager forever. I forbid that for you. Because that's not progress. You must grow. Get to maturity. Own your own family. That is progress. So everyone that is son of my voice, receive your family in the name of Jesus. So you must revere your parents. Parents, you must show them the way. Be example. Train up a child the way he should grow. And when he's grown, he will not depart from them. To train up a child the way he should grow, he said, give them the taste of God. Give them the taste of God. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Give them the taste of God. Let them know how good God is. Live their life before the children. Not do what I say, not what I do. Children are trained by precept and by what? Example. You are the priest of that home. That is your first church. Your family, dad and mom, are you listening to me? And you will give account of those members, just as pastor give account of members. That's why we call you and run after you. Because you belong to God and I'm going to give account. Are you hearing me? I'm trying to save my neck. Those children God gave to you, you are the priest. You will give account to God. So that's why you have to roll up your sleeve and go to work. There's a fine line between parent and body body. Praise God. Holy Ghost knows what he's doing this morning. The world. The world. Is all we need. The word of God. Prioritize the word because it does not fail and it cannot lie. Believe the word, receive it, and you'll see the manifestation. We told us about Mary, the virgin, have never seen a precedent. What happened? Today, Jesus, we are still talking about Jesus, right? Verse 4, verse 3, all things were made through him and without him, Nothing was made that was made. In him was life and the light. The life was the light of man. 
And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness could not comprehend it. Drop down to verse 14. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory, the glory as of the holy, of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Message says, the world became human, flesh and blood, and dwell in our neighborhood. You understand what I'm saying? What are we saying? Because the word always manifests. The word you receive will become visible. You understand what I'm saying? The word you receive will always become what? Visible. When you believe the word and you receive it, it will manifest. Everyone will see it. Mary, how many people were there that day when the angel visited Mary? Right? If Mary did not receive the word, believe the word and receive it, would the word be talking about it today? As you, like as we say, that pregnancy happens at the altar of intimacy. You understand what I'm saying? And the moment you are pregnanted, when you believe the word and you receive the word, it become, you will become pregnant. And it will manifest. Every eye will see it. Praise God. That's why you don't let anyone talk you out of it. You don't. Because the word always become flesh. The word always manifests. The word always become visible. The word always produce. Praise God. Now look at it. Look at Colossians chapter 1 verse 16. Colossians chapter 1 verse 16. We're just laying foundation of this. They will pick it up next time. Colossians 1. Sister, we are trying to define the world, right? For by him, the world, all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth. Do you see that? Visible and invisible. Whether thrones or dominions, or principalities, or powers. All things were created through him and for him. Do you see that? He owns it all. He brought them all to be. Nothing you have that is not given to you. Nothing you are that is not from him. If you understand this, what do you do? You worship, and that's what we read where we read. Psalm 138 verse 2. You worship him and bless him and praise him. With your talent, with your gift, with your resources, with your life, with your time. Because you are his. All you are belong to him. First Chronicles, David speaking. He said, who am I? Who are we? That you could be so good to us and bless us. 
Say, for all we are is yours, and all we have is from thee. When they gathered resources to build the temple, what him alone produced was over $2 billion in present day, according to some translation. Only him. Only him. He provided everything that is needed to build the temple, and God said, no, you will not build. Because you have fought a lot of battle and you have blood. Your son Solomon will build. So what did he do? Look at this. Look at this. Somebody that honor God with his life and resources. Somebody, some people, when God says, oh, you are not going to do it. You see, see, I wanted to do it. God said, no. So, you know what I'm saying? So he, he said, no. So, but what did he do? What did David did. David provided everything to the last nail that is needed to build. Handed it over to the son. You under the sound of my voice. Can you can you stay on the background do everything and push somebody to take all the glory? Can you be the one? You do everything, you labor, you sacrifice, provide every resources. And the unknown is the one the world is seeing that is before the cameras and the light. And you, can you do that? And that's where power is. Are you hear what I'm saying? That's where power is. That's where glory is. Not what man says. And that's why always tell us today, shoot for what God says about you. Not what man says about you that counts. I put you in front. Front of my melody. You are all the matter. You are all the matters. I make room for two. You and I, Jesus. No third party. You and I, Jesus. You and I, Jesus. You are all the matters. Today, many people are after what other people say. I know what God says about them. It is what God says about you that matters. I was reading the scripture and I came to a place. I said, wow. What God says about David. He said, you, if you can stop the covenant I have with day and night, the moon and the star, for them not to be exist, then you can stop my covenant with David. Give me just a minute. Let me pull it out. Let it not be that pastor is making up words. When I read it, it blew my mind. 
Can you give me Jeremiah 33 verse 20? If you have read that chapter in and out this year, you will know this. Because you know Jeremiah 33 verse 1 to 3 is our theme this year. Have you? You say, the Jeremiah 33, 33, double 3, verse 20. Thus says the Lord, if you can break my covenant of the day and my covenant of the night, and that there should not be day and night in their season, go, go, continue. Continue. Then may also my covenant be broken with David, my servant that he should not have a son to reign upon his throne and would levise the priest, my minister. Can you give it to me in New Living Translation, please? New Living Translation from verse 20. This is what the Lord says, if you can break my covenant with the day and the night so that one does not follow the order. Isn't day and night still functioning? Verse 22, 21. Only then will my covenant with my servant David be broken. How did a man born by a woman, flesh and blood, that was a shepherd, Leading sheep gain this position with God. I don't know how you read the Bible. How? The heart. Remember what we say? Our walk with God is the issue of the heart, the journey. It's a song, give me your heart. There are many, many Jesus speaking. He said, they call me Lord, Lord, but their heart is far away from me. He said, I've chosen him, David, the son of Jesse, who will do all. He will do. He saw his heart. David, serve him. Look at the David. And Saul. Saul was a king. While David was in the desert with the sheep, right? Now, Samuel was the prophet, the first prophet of Israel. Samuel was the one that picked up Saul from the Lord to tell him, God hand is upon you, I have chosen you to be king. That could have humbled him because he is the first king Israel had, right? That could have humbled him. To be faithful, loyal, and submissive to God. No. The Bible says God resists the proud. To resist is a fight and walk against. May God now fight and walk against us. He resists the proud and gives grace to the humble. We say... What do you have? They give the talent, the resources, the life. It's from him. And that's what David told us. Everything is his. 
your wife, your children, your husband, your life, your talent, your time. We are his. Acts chapter 20 verse 28. You remember? The church which he purchased with his own blood. Is that not the scripture our test in this series? But how many that come to church know that they belong to him? David Saul was picked by God to be king. But rather than submitting to the prophet to God, he did everything he wanted to do. And he was looking for the glory from the people. He, he is about the rating. You know? Not the day we are living in. The ratings. Huh? How many ratings do you have? What, how many likes do you have? How many this? How many that? How many are following you? Out of the 20, 30, 50 million, how many do you know? Someone told him, you are the king, you are not the priest. You cannot do sacrifice. Wait for me. Rather than waiting for him, the Bible said, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They will mount up with wings like the eagle. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. He sees it all. You don't see everything. You don't know everything. He sees it all. He knows it all. A sister in the headquarters this morning gave a testimony that blew my mind. Pastor, this is not church. This is business. Excuse me? She is a financial expert. She has a, uh, some shares. As, as she was in her bathroom. Taking her bath. The Holy Ghost told her sell. She bought the share at $2 per share. Now the shares are written to $18 per share. And the Holy Ghost told her sell. When she got office, she was not comfortable. Then she listened to the Holy Ghost and she sold her share at $18 that she bought at two. Is that not enough finance? The following day, the share rose to 22. Right? The, third, the, the following day, the, the next day, it rose to 23. But the following week, it drops down to 15. And before you know it, to 50 cents. What would have happened if she was not in a constant, intimate relationship? My sheep hear my voice. 
and they follow. The voice of the stranger, they will not follow. If she has sought God out, this is not church. This is business. God, forgotten I'm a financial expert. All those that mocked at her when she sold at 18 and the thing rose to 23, they all lost. God is very interested in every detail of our lives because we belong to him. He portrays us with his life, with his blood. Don't shut him out. You are undoing yourself. You can't train those children outside him. You can't marry your wife outside him. You can't marry your husband outside him. You can't excel in that study outside him. You can't excel in that job, that business, that career outside him. Saul, King Saul, he didn't wait for prophets somewhere. The man that ordained him, the man that anointed him to become king. You know, many people, they, they grow and become bigger. Like I saw talking about children and parents. People got planted in your life to guide you, to lead you. They have, they were youth like you before. Men and women of God, God planted in your life for your good. There is a reason why last Sunday we told us. Thank you for listening to another message. God's blessing be with you now and forever. For counseling, email trem at tremusa.org. Remain blessed.